Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. Greg Kelly, Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Hey, not only are they not afraid of us, they are uh, openly mocking us. Uh, I'm watching this video right now of that Russian jet. You know, they knocked our uh, UAV out of the sky, but before that, they 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 dumped a bunch of gasoline on it. I mean. I've never heard that. I've never heard of anything like that. Dumping gas on, uh, that's not a maneuver. That's a, that's a slap in the face. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's very bizarre. I used to dump fuel all the time, by the way. You, you dump extra gas before you come in for a landing. If you're too heavy, you can get rid of the fuel. We were supposed to do it above, I think, 3,000 feet or something like that, but sometimes, sometimes you did it a little bit lower. Uh, it's, it's, what, what, you know, some people are saying the pilot must have been drunk. I'm talking about the Russia plane that just crashed into one of our uh, UAVs over the Black Sea, which, oh, by the way, we have no ships there. Americans uh, used to be there, but we got out of the way to, I guess, help give uh, uh, Putin a kind of a clean slate as he invaded Ukraine. Um, it's just <laughs> nobody, nobody's afraid of us anymore. Nobody, uh, uh, China, Russia. They laugh at us, and this is a real serious problem. And this was a very big advantage that Donald Trump had as president over Xi and and, and Putin because they respected him, but they were also a little bit scared of him. They were scared of him because, I mean, let's face it, Donald Trump was a bit crazy, right? Crazy in a good way, um, and actually not crazy. Crazy in a in a deliberate, calculated way, all right? He did it on purpose, and it was actually really, really clever. Yes, the fake news flipped out when he said this, but there was a strategy behind it. All right, listen to this. Cut 22, Donald Trump on North Korea. Do you remember this? Cut 22. North Korea best not make any more threats to the United States. They will be met with fire and fury like the world has never seen. That was early in Trump's administration. That was in 2017. That was like in April or so of 2017. He was in Bedminster. And the world flipped out. I mean, the world, the fake news world, right? The swamp. Oh, my God. How could he say such a thing? And he said it with such, you may think it's, uh, well, I'm going to tell you something. He said it with ease. He said it, he, he wasn't looking nervously at an index card. This was not foreign language to him. This is something he felt very comfortable doing. This is something he was born to do. And it's also something that he did study and he was totally aware of. Ronald Reagan did it. Richard Nixon invented it. It's called the madman theory. And it works often. You want the enemies to not be able to predict, to not be able to know, to to wonder if the leader is, you know, uh, not crazy. Is he crazy or not crazy? If they think you're a little bit crazy, that means you will not react to them the way a normal person would. And you might do something rash. It's really brilliant. It's actually called the madman theory. You can look it up in textbooks. Here's Brian Robertson, some PhD at the University of Texas describing it. And Richard Nixon was the guy who invented it. Cut 24. 
Nixon called it the madman theory. The idea that he would pretend that he hated communists so much that he would get angry and he would do anything to destroy communism and save South Vietnam. And so it was called the madman theory. So he liked to project this idea that he was mad and he would do anything to end the war. This led to one event that we're just finding out about uh, now, at least recently, that Nixon ordered a nuclear worldwide alert. Um, and it was secret until just a few years back when the documents came out. So uh, what do you think is going to work better? All right. What's going to work better? With she, with Russia. Should we do the Joe Biden approach when they do something wrong, like float a balloon over our country? What does he do? What does he do? He say, basically, thank you, sir. May I have another? Remember that in Animal House? This is not the way you get our enemies' attention. This is not the way you get them to stop doing what they're doing, which is owning us. Ready? Cut 23. Have relations now between the U.S. and China taken a big hit? No. Frankly? No. How do you know? I know. I talked to him. You've talked to Xi Jinping? talked to Xi Jinping before, I, and our, our team talks to their people. During this and yeah, since? Yeah, after this. I haven't talked to him during this. Oh. But look, I mean, <laughs> the idea of shooting down a balloon that's gathering information over America um, and, uh, is, and that, break, that t- makes relations worse. Look, I made it real clear to Xi Jinping that uh, we're going to compete fully with China, but we're not going to look. We're not looking for conflict, and uh, and that's been the case so far. You dummy, unbelievable! You corrupt fool! They're slapping you in the face, and you don't. And I think you know it. You know, very interesting the way he just said no right away. No, 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 no. He actually gets caught in a mini lie. It's a, it's a, it's a lie. Right off the bat. Do you hear it? Just going to play the first couple of seconds. Cut 23 one more time. Here's the lie. Have, have relations now between the U.S. and China taken a big hit? <laughs> no. Frankly? No. Stop. The question is, have relations taken a big hit? And he says, no. No. Well, by definition, they had. All right. Um, Lloyd Austin called the Secretary of Defense, the Minister of War, whatever they call his counterpart in China, and he wouldn't even answer the phone. It was a big deal. Our State Department was yelling at their State Department behind the scenes, all right? Everybody was freaking out. No, no. And then he lies again. He lies again. He gets caught in the lie. All right, keep going. How do you know? I know. I talked to him. Stop! He didn't talk to anybody. He did not talk to one damn person. And she's about to call him out on that. Did you talk to him, President Xi? He's going to say, I, I talked to President Xi like I just talked to him. But that didn't happen because President Xi's his boss, and he, he can't call him whatever he wants, actually. All right, so he just said, I talked to him. Next. You've talked to Xi Jinping, talked to Xi Jinping before, I, and our, our team talks to their people. During this? Yeah, after I haven't talked to him during this. Stop. But he really did imply that, didn't he? I talked to him. Oh, uh, I haven't talked. Not not during this. I met him once. Actually, I spent more time with him than any other. But not when it's crucial. Yeah, when you are paving the way for Hunter Biden to get a job. That's when you were talking to him, huh? Anyway, you hear that whole passive... 
What do you think works better, that or Donald Trump? North Korea best not make any more threats to the United States. Huh? They will be met with fire and fury like the world has never seen. Yeah. Now, by the way, I know it's not the same country, North Korea, but it's the same principle, okay? All right? Now, here's another reason why uh, our uh, president is so weird and not reacting the way a normal president should in all of these uh, situations. You ready? New York Post had this just a little while ago. It's an exclusive. Haley Biden. Haley Biden, the widow of Bo, ex-girlfriend of Hunter. Haley Biden revealed as new Biden family member who got China cash. Hey, this is in addition to everybody else. Three million dollars. It's been established by Congressman James Comer, the uh, chair of the what committee is that? The Oversight Committee. This is a real deal, big league guy. And he established that three million dollars went from China to the Biden family. And nobody seems to care. I mean, <laughs> what the hell bizarro universe is this? What the hell has happened? Oh, by the way, next door, uh, Letitia James has an office not far from here. She's going to a drag story hour as the attorney general of New York State. Drag, drag queens are going to be reading to kids, and she's showing up on Sunday, and she's publicizing it. More on that in a moment. All right, the New York Post. Ready? Uh, House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer revealed uh, today that subpoenaed bank records indicate President Biden's daughter-in-law, Haley, was the previously unknown family recipient of Chinese cash in 2017, the Post can exclusively reveal. President Biden, who allegedly was the big guy mentioned in communications about the same Chinese venture, dined at Haley Biden's residence last Friday during his regular weekend trip to Delaware. Hey, that's kind of weird. Uh, all right. It's unclear if they discussed the looming bombshell, which Comer publicly teased Monday night on Fox News. News is Hannity. Some people thought it was... Um, Sarah, James Biden, they're all getting this money. The records show Haley Biden received $35,000 over two transfers in 2017 from Biden family associate John Rob Walker after he received $3 million on March 1st, 2017 from the Chinese State Energy HK Limited, a firm affiliated with CEFC China Energy. The first transfer to Haley from Robinson Walker LLC was for $25,000 on March 20th of that year. Comer wrote in a Thursday morning memo to committee members. You do realize, again, how crazy this is, how sick it is. It's a side issue. I mean, it's not against the law. I don't know. It's not against the law. But Bo Biden dies, and Hunter fools around with his widow while he's married to Kathleen. Hey, I'm an adult. We're all adults. Things happen. We understand. But that's about as low as you can get. No, by the way, it would be devastating to any family when that's going on. You know who was really devastated by it? Kathleen. Uh, that was the unfortunate woman who married Hunter. Okay? So, you know what she says? Well, first, Hunt, when, when this becomes an issue, Joe Biden puts out a statement about how happy they are that uh, Hunter and uh, Haley have found each other during this difficult time. They'll say anything. That's a... F- there's not a family in the world that would be happy by that. I guess there's only one family that would say they're happy about it. You know, most families you'd say, well, you know, please, we, we request privacy at this time. That's one of those times you, you request privacy. The information 
creates an unexpected new avenue for investigation, and Comer notes the bank records don't include the first names of all Biden family recipients, meaning there may be other relatives involved. Haley Biden is the widow of Bo, blah, 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 blah. She dated the president's other son, Hunter, from 2016 to 2019. Now, this is huge, huge information, all right? This is a tidbit that the big thing came out earlier this week. $3 million from China through this guy, Walker, to the Biden family. Now, what did they do for this money? Uh, they're not really good at anything. They're not technologists. They're not financiers. They're not uh, you know, big in the real estate world. They don't know how to do anything. They have no skill. They have no product. So what did they do for it? It's amazing how there's almost no one is talking about it. You, me, the two good people at Fox, that's it. That's it. And by the way, this story at the New York Post, this stuff can't gather any momentum because they're always updating their website. You know, pretty soon, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, Julia Ortiz or whoever that hot actress is that everybody likes from Netflix is going to say something, and that will be the number one story on on the New York Post. And these stories go down and go down and go down and go down and go down. It's always – see, nothing gathers any momentum. So do you remember when Trump was president, Donald Trump Jr. Remember this scandal? He received an email. Remember when he received an email? From the Russians! No, actually it wasn't from the Russians. <laughs> it was some friend of mine by the name of Rob Goldstone. <laughs> I know Rob. I like Rob. Great guy. He's a PR dude. Hangs around New York, uh, promotes uh, all kinds of interesting things. Now where is that? Where is that where uh, the fake news goes nuts on on Hunter, where is that? On 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 the uh, here we go. Cut twenty six, please. Cut twenty six. This is all in reaction to Donald Trump Jr. getting an email. Essentially, cut twenty six. To many, the email trail on Trump Jr. proves his willingness to conclude with Russia. It suggests on its face a willingness to collude with Russia, a foreign adversary of the U.S. There were these untoward contacts. There's a lot we don't know, but a lot that's very suspicious. We know that Donald Trump Jr. at the very least tried his damnedest to to, uh, to collude with the Russians. That was an email sent from Rob Goldstone. He said, hey, I represent this uh, kid who's really good at music. And his father knows somebody who knows something about Hillary Clinton. In an email. Okay, great. I'd be like, great, great, great. So that's an email, and everybody flips out, and they have congressional investigations, and everything goes crazy. $3 million has just been tied to the Bidens from China, and we're really going to let this one go. We won't. Be right back. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all-natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. It is a... um disgusting and corrupt culture and society and system not our system i love our constitution i love uh i love our uh, the format of the government the the constitution the pure form but all this artificial stuff and 
it is an abomination what they appear poised to do to President Trump, what they've done to him all along, of course. Two things are going on right now. By the way, I'm looking at that professor uh, who's yelling at the judge who was invited to speak at Stanford University. Did you see this? And they hector him and yell at him and scream at him for 20 minutes before reluctantly allowing him to speak. This is the dean. The dean is acting like that. And students walk out. And Anyway, uh, another professor said publicly, I apologize to the judge. He never should have gone through that. And now the students are coming for her. I guess there was one crazy time in our history where it was like this, right? Late 60s, early 70s. That was a really nutty time, right? And uh, a lot of the college kids, baby boomers, they wanted to dismantle society. A lot of them went on to be, you know, how, how old is a baby boomer right now? Late 70s, right? They're around. Most of them are normal. Um, although a lot of them did go into academia and screw up <laughs> the next generation and the generation after that. So the other thing is the a potential, an, a, yet another prosecution of Donald Trump, right? This is, this is what's happening. They're going to go after Trump. And it's all over that Stormy Daniels thingamajig. Stormy Daniels, Stormy Daniels, 130. The guy who came up with this plan to prosecute Trump over this is a dude named Mark Pomerantz, an admitted Trump hater. He just wrote a book about his campaign to get Trump prosecuted. And he goes through it. He goes through his theory. If I can prove that Donald Trump was the victim of an extortion plot, I can prove that by giving the money that he was uh, like an accessory to the crime. And he, he admits himself in his own book. Ready? It was a creative legal theory, neither intuitive nor obvious. The district attorney raised his eyebrows at the notion. <laughs> um, he also writes this. My creative theorizing smacked into the district attorney's cautious and conservative culture, as it would several times during my tenure. All of his colleagues he's working with are like, are you nuts? This is uh, this is not the way it works, pal. To me, the reservations that my new colleagues were expressing had no substance. <laughs> the unspoken concern of some of the old timers is that I did not know New York criminal law, that I was too aggressive, and that I was looking for a quick kill that might not hold up in court. You got that right? Be right back. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Uh, what are you doing this weekend? Hmm? Mm, you want to go with me to protest? Hmm? Maybe we should protest something. I am. Uh, I'm thinking about it. I'd rather not get my face bashed in because these things can get rather hot. And of course, I don't break the law. I just come and let my thoughts and feelings be known, which is my constitutional right. I can say things and I can uh, tell people how I'm feeling, uh, whether it's on the sidewalk or the radio station. I can yell in the street, yell into a microphone. This is still America, ma'am. 
And this is what's uh, this is where I may go. Don't worry, I'm not going, but I may go there. The Drag Story Hour with New York State Attorney General Letitia James. This is on Eventbrite, okay? This is really happening. Join Attorney General James, drag storytellers, and elected leaders for a drag story readathon. Families with children are welcome. Families with children are welcome. Got to bring the kids. Oh, yeah, they want the kids, don't they? They want the kids. You, this is really, really criminal. This is outright criminal. And the so-called law enforcement officer, the chief law enforcement officer of New York State, right, is going to this damn thing, sanctioning it. And by the way, some of our taxpayer dollars, believe it or not, are sponsoring this filth. (laughs) Families with children are welcome. The event consists of four drag story hours. You are welcome to attend one story hour or multiple. Doors will open at 10.30 a.m. for the first story hour. Please reserve your spot by signing up for a ticket. This event is proudly co-sponsored by, let's see here, Drag Story Hour, the LGBTQ Center, Pride Center of Staten Island, Destination Tomorrow, Brooklyn Library, Queens Library, the New York Public Library, Council Member Crystal Hudson, Council Member She Asse, Council Member Eric Botcher, Council Member Tiffany Cabin, Council Member Shakar Krishan. I don't know who any of these people are, by the way. Um, I do know what the New York Public Library is with the Lions in front. They're sanctioning this. They're sponsoring it. Next time you have a uh, an event, one of those gala affairs to raise money for the New York Public Library, don't go. Don't give them money. Food and beverage will be available. Each story hour will begin promptly at the stated start time. Attendees may stay for one, two, or all of the story hours. Each event will include story time, arts and crafts, and other fun activities. This event is best suited for children up to the age of 12. They don't want any 12 or up. They want 11 and down. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven... Eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds, ten-year-olds? See, when they hit puberty, a lot of them start to lose interest. It's true. When it comes to pedophiles. Um, do I have to remind you? Drag story hour is where uh, men dress up as women and hang around with children. It's monstrous. And the state attorney general, who, as Rudy Giuliani told me last night on my TV show, as she went to Bishop Laughlin high school right this is this is not somebody this is not some exotic person who comes from another culture this is one of our own this is a new yorker and she's embracing this crap well we have a big problem and i think i owe her a phone call don't you let's see here 212-416-8255 give me a second here uh well, i'm calling her up 212 212- Shoot. Uh, 416. Uh, 416. I, I, I got to keep going back. 8250. Hold on. 
to submit information or complaint about an existing investigation or litigation brought by the Civil Rights Bureau, please press 1. What is the Civil Rights Bureau at the uh, New York AG's office? State agency, state police. I just want to talk to somebody. University or state Wait while I transfer your call. Thank you. Hi, you've reached the New York State Office of the Attorney General's Election Protection Hotline. Did election protection? This now? is not about elections. Please leave a detailed message, including your full name, phone uh, number, address, date of birth, and the reason for your call. We'll respond as soon uh, as possible. If you are following up on a previously submitted complaint, please reference the complaint ID number in your message. Do I leave a message? It sounds like it's going to the general mailbox. On our website at ag.ny.gov forward slash election dash hotline. All right. That's ag.ny.gov forward slash election dash hotline. They're not. They it's a recording. Common election related questions on our website at ag.ny.gov forward slash election dash protection. That's ag.ny.gov right. forward slash election dash protection. Got it. This hotline will be staff of volunteers during early voting thought, and on election day oh. for the upcoming general election on November 8th. The early voting period runs. <laughs> Shut up. Until Sunday, November 6th. On those days, no, it's eight months from now. Until Is this what they're? November eighth. This hotline will be open. All right. Sorry. Record your message at the tone. When you are finished, hang up or press pound for more options. Hi, this is Greg Kelly from WABC Radio. This is a message for the Attorney General Tish James. Um, you know, I knew you when you were somewhat normal. Uh, when you were uh, a city council member and uh, you were you're a very nice person. Um, I want to know, quite frankly, well, I guess you're not going to answer that. Uh, your harassment of Donald Trump is ludicrous and illegal, in my opinion. Uh, oh, but speaking of illegality, uh, this arrangement with the children uh, Sunday in the West Village, uh, that's downright criminal. And uh, I'm reminded that you went to a Catholic high school. So you have... Uh, there's a moral code somewhere inside you, and you know, you know, Tish James. Forget about the Tish James who wants to be elected to things, who wants the endorsements and all that stuff, all right? You know what you are doing on Sunday with children is wrong, all right? There's no way you can explain that. So um, I think you should publicly say you're not going you should renounce this nonsense and possibly start an investigation into drag time story hour, all right? You can't have this. Everybody knows that, all right? Think back when you were in college. think you went to Howard at one point, right? Uh, did you ever, ever, any of your classmates, even the faculty back then, conceive of a situation where you would be encouraging children to hang around these men dressed as women. It's insane. And you know it. All right. If you want to get back to me, um, let me see how you do that. Hold on a second. Can you mute me? I'm going to give you my number. All right. I gave her my number. Uh, good luck. Listen, um, I don't like you, but I actually love you. All right. I love all people. I really do. Everybody's here for a reason. And I mean that. Um, I, <laughs> Uh, this is crazy stuff, and I hope you come to your senses. All right? All the best. Well, do you think she's ever going to get that? feel satisfied, but not really. You know? I feel like i got to kick it up a notch. You realize how quickly they'll delete that message? 
Damn it. I got to talk to a real person. All right. Actually, I got to talk to a real person right now. Uh, let's talk to uh, uh, Sandra. Hello in New Jersey. Hi. Hello. I think that I think she'll get you called. I think uh, she'll respond to it. Definitely. I do. Nah, uh, I think you're a little optimistic there. That was a general mailbox to a hotline. Oh. I mean, I don't oh, know about that. Right. But anyway, tell me more. Okay. I wanted to talk about uh, history repeating itself. Mm-hmm. There are there are many similarities between President Herbert Hoover and President Biden. Hoover worked overseas with China. Both needed to be academically up to the job required for the president. Wait a second. I'm sorry. I think you're getting a couple of people confused. Herbert Hoover was a very smart guy. Herbert Hoover was an, an, excuse me, Herbert Hoover went to Stanford and he was an engineer. And don't you remember Archie Bunker? We could use a man like Herbert Hoover again. He was pretty good. Don't lump him in with, uh, with, uh, Biden. Well, I have to continue. He he really wasn't academically up to the job, according to what I read. Well, I, I'm telling a, you right now, what you read is bogus. I don't know what you you know. I mean, he was a very smart guy. Do you know he actually lived in the Waldorf Astoria for a long time? Did you know that the conservative uh, Hoover Institute at Stanford University, uh, the non-woke side of campus, is named for Herbert Hoover? He, he wasn't a dummy. I mean, I don't know where are you getting this information. Something I read. That's you can't have that in the footnotes or in the bibliography. Something. I, what did you read? It's, it's, it's in my complete book of the presidents of the United States presidents. No, well, well, there you go. It was in a book. Yeah. Well, what's wrong with the book? Well, I okay. Keep going. All right. So both need, and in, in according to this, well, I feel that maybe, uh, all right, so he wasn't, he really wasn't up to the job. To, well, Honestly, you don't so know. Uh, Sandra, I love you, but you don't know what you're talking about here. Let, let me finish. These presidents both. Yeah, I'm getting a very, I'm getting a Judith vibe all of a sudden. All right, I'm sorry. Let you, you got to cut to the point. So what's up? What's up? What's up? I, I was trying to say there are similarities. Both of them, you know, started on a very positive note. Biden did not start on a positive note. Sandra, you're going to have to get back to that book of yours. This is, or find a new book. I love you, but this is, this is, you're out to lunch on this one. No, I'm Sandra, let's talk about something else quickly. No, 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 Sandra, I don't want to hang up on you, but I'm, you're not right on this. All right. I'm sick. I don't want to talk about this. You can't cite one book, not tell me the name of the book, not tell me. I've I given you all these facts about Herbert Hoover and his academic record, and you're like, well, this book says something else. Don't be like that. No, I was trying to say they both walked into a great economy. All right, all right. Okay, didn't all right. they both? I, uh, I, well, you know, we were we were coming back from COVID, obviously, right? All right. So, all right, Sandra, look, uh you got anything else to say? Tell, uh, let me ask right, you this. Just say one other thing about not this. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you something that you'll like. It's from the Bible, okay? Yesterday I wanted to tell you that, you know, as far as you become becoming mayor, and that would be great. So the mustard seed, for if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, nothing will be impossible for you. And that's from Life Lessons from Matthew 17. Okay. Yeah, I know that mustard seed. It's amazing. You can move mountains if uh, the mu- uh, mustard seed. Yeah. How about you, Sandra, quoting the New Testament? I believe you're Jewish, correct? <laughs> well, 
Well, I told you I bought the Bible. I know, I know, but I mean, well, the Bible, I mean, you got, you had the Old Testament. I didn't know you meant the New Testament, too. I'm uh, very impressed, and that's very nice. Thank uh, you. All right, Sandra, to be continued, and by the way, say hi to that doctor husband of yours. He's a great guy, and I'll be right back. <laughs> Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Yeah, that crazy lady we were just talking about, Letitia James, who's um, uh, on the verge potentially of indicting Donald Trump and also going to the drag story hour on uh, Sunday with children 12 and under, 12 and under, um, crazy person, bad lawyer, and here she is unveiling uh, charges a few months ago against the Donald Trump organization, the Trump organization, cut 34. I'm announcing that today we are filing a lawsuit against Donald Trump for violating the law as part of his efforts to generate profits for himself, his family, his company. That really sounds awful the way she says it, right? Imagine that, trying to generate profits for yourself, for your family, and your company. <laughs> you can say it dramatic like that, but it doesn't, it's it's such a sham case, and she's a bad, 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 bad lawyer. She's got a staff. She may be captive at the staff, uh, although she's very willingly going along with this stuff. Here's what a bad lawyer, now you know, oh, we've gotten into this before, Andrew Cuomo, bad governor, I didn't like him, especially COVID, I was always banging the drum about that whole thing with the nursing home, why the hell did he turn that ship around? But he is no predator, okay? Girls like the guy, quite frankly. He wasn't grabbing them, groping them. Uh, he wasn't saying crazy stuff. He was, to the extent that he was flirtatious, uh, they were inviting the flirtation. All right? Now, here he is going. Here she is. Remember this? This is how ambitious she is. She took out Andrew Cuomo because they told her to. And listen to how she does it. Cut 35. These 11 women were in a hostile and toxic work environment and that we should believe women and that what we have an obligation and a duty to do is to protect Stop. Women. Did you hear that part, that we should believe women? When, when the, fortunately, you don't hear that as my believe women. Believe men? Believe people? How about evidence? How about, okay, I mean, cross-examine, believe, you're going to believe a gender no matter what. It's insane stuff that the left is driving. Keep going with that. And that what we have an obligation and a duty to do is to protect women in their workplace. Well, listen to this. This is state entity number two. There were 11 women, 11 survivors of that toxic workplace, right? All the stuff that was going down, 11. And state employee number two, because we must keep these women anonymous, although, well, everybody kind of knows who they are. Some of them went out and had press conferences. Um, this is actually detailed in the report. This is state entity number two. Um, her concerns about Cuomo are documented. She felt she felt sexually harassed by Andrew Cuomo. 
You want to hear it? Because we all saw it. If you were watching TV uh, during COVID, you may have seen this because everybody was watching those damn press conferences. All right. So he gets a COVID test in front of everybody. You know, it's a, look at me. I'm getting a COVID test. You can get one, too. All right. That's the whole thing. Now, you're about to hear, according to Letitia James, Andrew Cuomo sexually harassed somebody. By the way, he never comes within, I would say, two feet. There's a 24 inches at least separating these two individuals, maybe 18 inches, a foot and a half. But he's not invading her space by any means, okay? That's not even alleged. It's his words that they say get him in trouble here, all right? Cut 36, please. Should be no reluctance. This is Dr. Elizabeth Dufort, who is in the appropriate PPE wear. Nice to see you, doctor. You make that gown look good. Head up a little bit. Stop. Head up. That's it, by the way, right there. You make that gown look good. He paid her a compliment. That's the harassment. Here's the rest of the exchange. It's, it, this is it. Keep going. Should be no reluctance. Oh. This is Dr. Elizabeth Dufort, who is in the appropriate. PPE wear. Nice to see you, doctor. You make that gown look good. Head up a little bit. Head up. Close your eyes. Close my eyes. Why do I need to close my eyes? You can question the doctor. That's okay. Why do I need to close my eyes? For comfort. Comfort. It might make you tear a little bit. Okay. If I fall asleep? (laughs) Then we'll have you sit How about that, huh? State entity employee number two, her allegations. And Cuomo went down for that. (laughs) Now, um, that shows you Letitia James will do whatever the hell she's told to do. Because that was a hit authorized by the highest levels of government. All right? Whoever Joe Biden's working for, Obama, Susan Rice, Soros, they wanted Cuomo gone. And that's why that happened. And Letitia James did it. So that same group, they desperately want, they want Trump gone even more, right? We agree. Um, so they're going to indict Trump. They're going to indict Trump. Now he can survive that. <coughs> it's a joke case. Even the prosecutor has come up with it, has admitted in his book that it's experimental and weird. And all of his prosecutor colleagues thought he had gone too far. So we got to find the judge out there, but maybe they don't care. Maybe it's just the headline. Maybe it's just the headline, you see? The indicted former president. How can you run for president if you're indicted? That's their strategy. That's uh, that's what they're going to try to do here. All right, let me try one more. Max in Manhattan. Max, hi. Greg, thanks for taking my call. Um, one thing that Trump doesn't seem to be able to beat, and that is the um, the uh, the vilification that he gets from the media. It's like a, a repetitive song or a rhythm by a chor- chorus. It just keeps repeating and repeating itself. Um, I, I, I wouldn't know how to do this other than, um, you know, maybe repetitive sayings from, uh, you guys at the talk on talk radio, something like, uh, Biden took 31 million, uh, LeBron James is cavorting with the Chinese over and over, over again. You keep hitting it and hitting it and hitting it like they did during, um, like the Russia hoax, right? Again and again and again. Uh, look, I'm not just going to repeat it for the sake of repeating it, but I do think you're onto something. In that even though, and this is what Fox News doesn't understand apparently, if it's not in the New York Times, they don't really think it's news. 
for the most part. All right. They feel unsure. They don't feel so. You're right. And there's always new information in this. So I don't know if I'm going to repeat it, repeat it, repeat. No. You know what, Max? You know, you're on to something. You really are. I, I emphasize it. It's got to be emphasized more. We can't let people forget it. It's too easy, even on the right, to let this thing go. We can't. We can't. Our national security depends on it. The president is compromised. Everybody knows it, but too many people are ignoring it. Thank you, Max. Good stuff. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Greg Kelly, Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. So picture America, unfortunately, losing a war. It could happen. It really could happen. Um, and quite frankly, uh, we lost wars before. Uh, we didn't win Iraq, and we certainly did not win Afghanistan. Um, and the next war, imagine if it's with China. I mean, look, we're fighting the Iraqis. We couldn't get our act together there. We were fighting the Taliban, and we couldn't beat those guys. Crazy! Uh, what? How how are we going to do against China? Best case scenario: How are we going to do against China? Well, here's one of the biggest reasons why we might lose a war. All right, this is uh, United States Air Force Colonel Smith, and the he's a she, and this is a Pentagon promotional video. And they talk all about uh, Lieutenant Colonel Smith's job, doing this, that, and the other thing. And it sounds mostly like a bunch of paperwork to me. I'm not exactly sure what her role is. Um, but again, the, the she's a he, uh, the transgender, right? That's the thing. This is official Pentagon uh, videography you're about to hear. All right? Cut third. Cut 28, please. Cut 28. We is also the uh, one of the highest ranking transgender service members in the military and is the highest ranking transgender service member in the Department of the Air Force. So thank you so much for joining us. You are an inspiration to many, right? Uh, you are breaking barriers. And um, it's important, though, for us, I think, for everyone to understand kind of what motivates you, right? What keeps you, what inspires you, what keeps you motivated? You know, what really keeps me motivated is the people that are going to come after us. Some people have called me a trailblazer in some of the things that I do, and that's something I really embrace. What that means is that it's not about me. It's Uh, about the fact that the road behind me uh, is now paved, and the generation coming after us has an easier chance to make Mm -hmm. it to where I've made it, to make it where so many others have made it, but then they've Mm -hmm. got the time and the energy to go further. Uh, Yeah, further. Uh, Time and the energy. You know, you don't have much time and energy uh, for much of anything, if you're consumed with gender all the time, if you're consumed with your journey as a woman or your journey as a man, I put this out on Twitter. I am happy to talk to any transgender anytime about just about anything, particularly, you know, if you're interested in the things I'm interested in, Star Trek, uh, current events, um, John Steinbeck. I like talking about him. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Second Amendment, that's a new passion of mine. Um, I actually like lions. I like, I'll talk about any of that stuff, uh, with anybody, uh, including transgender, including heterosexual, including gay. It doesn't matter. But don't tell me about your journey to becoming a woman because it actually didn't really happen. And I might be more open to hearing about your journey into becoming a woman if you were one of those transgenders who was not screwing around with children, not obsessed with children. Okay? Fair enough? Fair enough? 
you know, point zero 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 one percent of the population, and we're rearranging everything. I remember I even rolled my eyes at this thing. I'm like, okay, what's the big deal? What's the big deal? You know, oh, we're going to have uh, unisex bathrooms. Okay, what's the big deal? I used to, I used to think that way when I was um, it was in 2008. I remember when my neighbor was getting really hot and bothered about what was going on in North Carolina and the transgender bathrooms. I'm like, oh. No, 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 no. You're not at all sophisticated. I was so stupid and lost. And, and it does change things. Uh, and you don't have to have kids, obviously, to uh, feel the way I do, but, you know, it does help. Or it does, it, it jump started a lot of things in my brain. Why on earth would they want to hang around children? Actually, Vic in Cherry Ridge, New Jersey, I'm sorry, Cherry Ridge, Pennsylvania has a theory about that. Hello, Vic. Welcome back. How are you, Greg? Uh, yeah, uh, my theory is that Hitler said, get them while they're young. And that's exactly what they're doing. You know, it's very sad, to say the least. And uh, if you're going to be at uh, in the West Village to protest, I will be there. I'm not committing I will- yet. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I should, to be honest. I, uh, you know, I just saw a guy who I like online. He's uh, he's a journalist, and he went to an Antifa gathering, and he got hit in the head with the with the stick. Um, I don't know if I want to go. To be honest, I, th- does that sound like I'm a scaredy cat? Look, hey, I gave it the office. Okay, I had my ass in the grass before. All right, I used I I did things. All right, I was in the military. I don't know if I can get around to this one. I don't know if I should. Maybe I could just call attention to it. I don't know how I can help, but I don't know if I'm going to go. And wait, what'd you say about Hitler? Hitler actually talked about this. Well, no, Hitler said, get them while they're young, and and trust me. But what's with the parents that they're taking their kids to this? I can't even conceive that they would do that. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, but they're going to do it. They're, gonna, they're out there, and they're going to yell and scream. And, uh, I mean, I think it's child abuse. I really, it's, it's, it's tantamount to child abuse. And that corporations are going along with this stuff. Oh, I got another little mashup of, uh, listen to this. We got corporations, all these woke corporations being all, oh, look at us. We're so liberal. We're so, uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion oriented. And they all put out these promotional videos for internal use, external use, commercials, whatnot. So we found a bunch and then we found those same companies screwing up in some like spectacularly huge way. Let me know if you recognize any of the companies here, okay? Cut 31, please. Cut 31. Netflix employees staged a walkout today to protest a Dave Chappelle comedy special containing a number of jokes aimed at transgender people. Those protesting Netflix's decision to release it say it ridicules transgender people. They say this is part of harmful content that negatively impacts vulnerable communities and is unethical entertainment. For the first time in more than a decade, Netflix lost subscribers, 200,000 of them. The stunning decline, sending the media giant stock nosediving 35% today. It's a disaster for anybody who owned it at this point. A major setback for the longtime frontrunner in the streaming race. We're back now with Disney announcing some changes coming to its popular attraction, Splash Mountain. This after fans said that that ride reinforced racial stereotypes. Disney hands the lead role in its remake of The Little Mermaid to a black actress. The key of inclusion. A key that unlocks even more potential within our company by amplifying the others. To create a world where everyone belongs, where each person is treated with respect, we must work together to reimagine tomorrow. 
some breaking news on another big tech company and media company slashing people's jobs today. Disney says it's going to cut 7,000 people, about 3% of its whole workforce. The company says it's part of a broader, what they call cost-saving measure that includes a total restructuring of its business. Really is true. You go woke, you go broke. I think there's a big disparity between the investments in black-led companies than other companies. We want to help close the Latino wealth gap. I want to be able to help them build generational wealth. Thank you very much, Scott. Hi, everybody. I'm Kelly Evans, and we're following breaking news at this hour. Regulators have just shut down Silicon Valley Bank, or SVB. It's the largest U.S. bank failure since the 2008 financial crisis. Hey, what about that uh, Latino generational wealth? Uh, Anybody's interested in generational wealth. You don't have to be Latino. But when you start, you know, okay, we got to get Latino, not this, not that. And, oh, did you hear what they're doing at the Federal Aviation Administration? Number one, we have hundreds and hundreds of shortages of air traffic controllers. One of the reasons is Pete Buttigieg is damn committed to making sure that those hired are... This, that, and the other thing, right? LGBTQ plus IA and um, anything but white, okay? <laughs> Just don't be a white male, all right? Just don't be a white straight male. It's interesting. They're going to make it very intriguing for white straight males to become uh, women because a lot of these uh, transgenders still like women. That's fine. I mean, it's just like they, they it's a way to get... You know what I'm saying? They wa- they want to transition to women so they can be lesbians. Whatever. I just think that we should be focused more on uh, making sure the planes don't run into each other, right? Air traffic control. Air traffic control. Um, I think that's a fascinating little mashup we just did. It's and it's a it is it's it's scary and it's weird. Now, with all that said, however. I want to say that the genders are different. The, not a, however, oh, by the way, the genders are different, right? And there are male characteristics and female characteristics. And even today, for the time being, you can still talk about this. There are people out there who go to all-girls school and all-boys schools, and there are advantages to that. Because sometimes boys can be a bit more boisterous than the girls and take over and push other people up. They can be bullies. And and women can sometimes, and girls can sometimes take a second-tier role. It's it's almost biological. It's almost primal. you got to have these all-girls schools. Now, they're screwing that up because some of the all-girls schools, like Wellesley College, they're on the verge of admitting transgender, non-binary, uh, this, that, and the other thing. So you're going to have a bunch of men showing up, basically. You're going to have a bunch of men showing up. And when that happens... You know what's going to happen in the end? Um, people are going to get their heads bashed in. Uh, women are going to get their heads bashed in by biological men. Happens all the time in jail. And how long will it take for that something like that to happen in the girls' dorm? That's going to happen, too. It really is. It's uh, It's going to go down, no doubt about it. Wellesley College, one of the most prestigious schools in the world, uh, I guess this isn't too much of a roster, but Hillary Clinton went there. Uh, Madeleine Albright went there. Um, Diane Sawyer went there. 
And now, I guess, uh, Dylan Mulvaney might be able to go there. Transgender woman. All-girls school up until now. It's, it's, you really have to have pure all-girls schools. There's a role for that. Also, the boys' schools. Here's a bunch of little girls talking about how much they like their all-girls school. Cut 30, please. The environment in the classroom is so much different than what it would be if it was co-ed. The environment is way more focused. It feels like everyone's going towards one common goal, but we're also doing it in a lot of different and really special ways. It's just a very, it's a more supportive environment, and it's very, I always call it like a family, kind of, because we're all so supportive of one another. (laughs) You see, you're you're picking up on that, they like it. The girls, the boys come in and they tend to to ruin things. Hey, Jacqueline in Brooklyn, hello. Hi. Hi. Um, You know, I wonder, uh, for equity, would the city council and other groups be open to having a couple dress up as Adam and Eve and have Adam and Eve story time hour at the public libraries, along with Moses story time hour and Noah's story time hour. And if you want to take religion out of it, because I know they'll jump all over that one and say, oh, there has to be a separation of church and state. Can't have that. Well, how about we have uh, the Kathy family story time hour or the Kelly family story time hour or What's... the Trump family story time hour? Yeah, why, why does it have to be drag queen, right? And you're right about that. It's funny. What if we had uh, Jesus story time hour? What if we had Jesus story time hour, right? Can you imagine... Could you imagine the uproar over that? But somehow the drag queens coming in, that's more acceptable. That's how diabolical things are. That's how thats how in, in jeopardy we all are. This is insane. It really is. I, I, I feel like this is a tipping point, you know? I mean, we could be lost. This whole society could go down the drain. People have been talking about that. Doesn't it feel real now? Doesn't it feel? It, it's, it's getting real. And it's getting scary. Um, and I'm wondering, I'm evaluating, you know, what the hell can I do? What the hell should I do? Um, let me just check in with Eric before we go to break. Eric in Queens has something on this. Yes, Eric. Craig, nice to be with you. Um, very quickly. 1990, 1995 to 20, 2002, I was a employee of the Queensborough Public Library. I was not a librarian. I was in the maintenance department, but I was surrounded by these left-wing lunatics all day long. And even back in the early 90s, it was a heavy, heavy breeding ground for left-wing liberal ideologies. Um, and even at that time, the director was some Fruit Loop from San Francisco. And this is, you know, early 90s, mid-90s. So this has been going on for decades. All right. Now, and let's now not call the guy a Fruit Loop. Just keep going. I mean, what do you want me to call him? Well, I mean, I mean, Fruit, <laughs> I, mean I, I assume you're saying, well, I don't even want to assume anything. Just don't say Fruit Loop. Keep going. So, as I was saying, for decades, the libraries have been a breeding ground for left-wing whoa, radicals. Whoa, 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 before we do that, all right, you're in the maintenance department. Uh, you're at the Queens Library. This is 20 years ago. There are a bunch of left-wing, you know, you're labeling them. And, by the way, you can be left-wing. You can be a Democrat. I don't care. Uh, but when you start, so how did they, But tell me, you called it a radical ideology. How did it manifest itself? Did they start trying to ban books? Did they chart, you know, what did they do? Well, even as a young man, I understood politics and I knew their political leanings. And I, it's okay I to have political leanings, though. What did they do? Daily, How did they bring it to work? How did they change things? With daily conversations, I knew exactly where they stood. Well, it's okay and, to stand certain places. I want to know the impact it had on the library. Well, you see where it is now. 
No, no, no. I want to see where it was 20 years ago because all those people don't work there anymore. In 2002, when you're the maintenance guy, what were they doing to change the library? Did it change in any way? Did me going to the, the, the Queen's Library, would I notice anything different or at odds or just weird because they were in charge? Well, it's the same as my school teachers in the 1980s, right? So what have they become now from my teachers of the 1980s? Mine are all dead. They were all dead. And what were they replaced with? Mostly a bunch of left-wing ideologues all right. that are out in the open now. Yeah. So I just want to make sure, though, when you were in the – well, what would you do after your career in uh, library maintenance? I'm in the construction and real estate business. All right. So they were crazy then, and they're even crazier now, right? Do, did, you, did you think it was a reverse pattern? going on no i didn't think so at all i was hoping that you would say what is a tangent a, a tangible thing that was crazy and weird back then while you were surrounded by these people you well, see i mean uh, they were just talking back then they were just talking now they're actually doing is that it the stuff i would like to talk to you about i am reluctant to say over the air because okay. it might not be politically correct oh all right yeah i know i've already gotten that uh, i got a taste of that already all right eric thank you i gotta go i'll be right back Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. I'm back to uh, running again every day. It feels fantastic. It's just uh, I'm not a runner by nature. When I started, uh, I've been picking it up and dropping it and picking it up and dropping it. I got actually, I got a little app that keeps track of everything that I do. And, um, you want to know how many, uh, let's see here. In 2017, no, in 2018, I ran 42 miles. That's not much. The entire year I ran 42 miles and I did it all in one month. The next year I ran a thousand eight miles. 1,000 miles in one year, actually, one year. Then I've been downhill ever since, 739 in 2020, 280 in 2021, ooh, 313 in 2022. And so far, in 2023, 157 miles. I'm on track to having a 900 to a 1,000-mile year this year. It's only three miles a day, and uh, you got to start somewhere. I love it. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is me. Uh, Hey, can you identify this voice? It might be a tough one. Although I'm not sure. They may say the name out loud. It'll give it all away. But it's from a long time ago. It's from uh, 1974. All right. 49 years ago. You ready for this? Cut 25, please. Cut 25. 
As the youngest member of the Senate, the one, therefore, who may expect the longest career there, I wonder if you'd say to us, since it's clear that you're not corrupt and you got elected, why should people think that the system produces corrupt results when there you are? Well, I'm not sure you should assume I'm not corrupt, but I thank you for that, though. Don't assume I'm not corrupt, but thank you for that, though. Uh, don't ever make that assumption about Joe Biden. That was Joe Biden. Uh, it's 1974, and he's sitting there dumb and cocky. I can't believe he's never had it so good, and he hasn't. I mean, he's in the catbird seat, right? Uh, 29 years old, elected to the United States Senate in a small, dinky state like Delaware. He's never going to leave that job. Only one job he'd leave it for, the presidency or the vice presidency, huh? How about that, this mediocrity? Worse than mediocre. Um, and, oh, by the way, this uh, three – oh, remember how I was telling you at the top of the show, it was big news that – James Comer, the Republican from Kentucky, the chair of the Oversight Committee, had information that some of the money actually went to, uh, money went, $3 million, went from China to a guy named Walker, a family associate of the Bidens, and went from Walker to uh, several members of the Biden family. The news today was that it was also went to Haley Biden, the daughter-in-law, the one, oh, by the way, who uh, hooked up with Hunter after she was married to Bo. Very sordid stuff. All right. It's a big story. Uh, they're actually putting it together. Money directly from China. If you want to say, okay, well, it stopped at uh, this Mr. Walker guy. Well, hey, the money's coming from China to the Bidens. All right. This is real. It's happening. It's not just some dark corner of the Internet. This is James Comer, chair of the House Oversight Committee. This is a big deal. This is a big league guy. And uh, it's big, big information. And the New York Post, it was number one on the website for all of uh, seven minutes. And I went to go find the story, and I here's the story, right? You go to the This is why these things don't gather any momentum, all right? Because the crisis atmosphere never sets in. Remember with Trump, there was always one story after the next, after the next. They'd make up stuff. It was just always a they, – they created this crisis atmosphere around that administration that w- was – you know, let's face it, Trump did some quite wild things in the tweets or whatnot, but so much of it was media-driven. Anyway, if I go to the New York Post right now, meet the mess. Mets get crushing injury news on Edwin Diaz. Okay, you can read about that. Stephen Colbert takes a jab at Vice President Harris after Biden praise, part of the job. Credit Suisse fears linger at Swiss Bank. Presidential hopeful Marianne Williamson prone to angry fits through phone at staff. Uh, husband of murdered Microsoft ex-wife busted in his cold-blooded killing. Uh, these are all the stories that, you know, you got to go through these stories. There's a list, right? Top to French President Macron does something. Uh, Giselle Bunchen, Tom Brady's ex-wife, is hooking up with uh, a jujitsu instructor. Florida Fight Club, scantily clad spring break revelers let loose in boozy beach brawls. I love the post, but they do a lot of this stuff, right? One of the things that I hate, you know, they'll be like, um, I don't know, um, Naomi Wolf uh, stuns in a bikini at the beach. Naomi Watts is, go- and then you look at the picture, and it's like, okay, that's she's, she looks nice, but you know, it's not like. Anyway, let's go back to the stories. Um, uh, did the scantily clad women spring breakers? Ooh, not looking good, by the way. Uh, fourth Alabama player linked to deadly shooting scene. I'm not saying these aren't interesting stories, but you see how the 
big stories about the Bidens fade. They drop. They plummet. Here we go. Ukraine war shocking video shows Russian kids going through military training in Crimea. I saw the video, by the way. It's a bunch of kids actually dismantling weapons and putting them back together. I had to do that when I was in the Marine Corps. These kids are in the fourth grade doing that. Oh, my gosh. Laid off meta employees vent after latest culling. Maternity leave was cut short. Uh, Aaron Andrews blown away by outrage over Aaron Rodgers news. Now, how is how flimsy is this for a news report? Aaron Andrews. Is she the one that some guy looked at when she was nude in a hotel room and uh, they gave her a billion dollars? Right. She sued the hotel because some guy looked at her. I mean, I know it was worse than that, but uh, Jets Packers far apart on Aaron Rodgers trade as negotiation details emerge. ESPN reporter addresses Aaron Rodgers dig over Jets wish list. There are one, two, three Aaron Rodgers decisions. Ah, and here we are. Finally, after 27 articles, all relative subpoenaed bank records reveal new Biden family member who got China cash. House Oversight Committee Chair James Comer revealed Thursday that subpoenaed bank records identify President Biden's daughter-in-law as the unknown family recipient of Chinese cash in 2017. This is what the fake news used to call a bombshell. All right? This is a big deal. Hey, when you get a chance, turn up this uh, guy at the Pentagon. He's particularly uh, weak. And that's very in. That's very in fashion these days at the Pentagon. Be weak. Convey weakness. He actually looks like the general from I Dream, I Dream of Genie. What was his name? Major Healy? Larry. And I'm talking about Larry Hagman. I'm talking about uh, his buddy. His buddy. His excitable buddy. All right. Ready now? All right. Let's uh, Let's go to the Pentagon. Of unsafe, unprofessional incidents. We've done that in other situations. Uh, and so particularly in this case, uh, given the reckless and dangerous behavior and to demonstrate uh, publicly uh, uh, what type of actions the Russians had taken, we felt that it was important to provide this imagery. Uh, certainly there are certain considerations that we have to take into account when dealing with imagery to include the classification uh, to ensure that we're not inadvertently putting out sensitive information. Uh, but in this case, we were able to, to work through that and provide that. Um, as far as um, you know, Russian perceptions Again, I think it's important to take a step back and look at the big picture here. The United States focus in the region, the focus with Ukraine, is solely on providing Ukraine with the support that it needs to defend itself. You've heard us say before that Ukraine has a right to defend itself, and we have a right to help them alongside the international community to do that. So, so the United States does not seek conflict with Russia. <laughs> we do not seek escalation with Russia. Uh, and so we're going to continue to stay focused on our primary uh, mission in the Ukraine area, which is supporting Ukraine. In How state. about don't mess with us again? Declassifying the video oh, and releasing geez. it. Um, you know, Russia has suggested that it didn't show uh, the actual contact. Um, how does this really just counter that narrative and show that this happened the way that the All right, stop for a has. second. The, I'm watching the video right now and you see the Russian jet come way down right over the drone and it's dropping gas on it. It's dropping fuel. You can dump fuel from a jet, and they're dumping it right onto the jet. And it looks like it may clip the propeller. Uh, I'm hearing all the, oh, this was uh, this is just a rogue pilot. I think this is Putin giving us the middle finger. 
And I'm sick and tired of just saying we don't want conflict. They're bringing conflict to us, and we're just taking it. Am I wrong? Uh, I, I, I just, this is a problem. And this guy, he doesn't convey much. You need a guy who kicks ass a little bit. You need a guy who's intimidating, at least in, one more time, pump up the volume. Maybe he's doing a little bit better. Thank you. And my second part is, um, it's come out that Russian officials ordered the pilots to be aggressive towards the drone. And today the CENTCOM commander told the Senate Armed Services Committee that he's seen increased Russian aggression in the Middle East. Um, is this something that the U.S. is concerned about? Does the U.S. have any promises that Russia will decrease its, ing- its aggression? Uh, so, Liz, what I would tell you is that, again, our focus is on yeah. conducting our operations in support of our national security interests, and our, we, we our allies and yeah. our partners. Not looking for conflict, right? Ultimately, the Russian military and the Russian government is responsible for its own behavior. Uh, and when that behavior is unsafe and unprofessional, we're going to call it out, as we've done in this case. It's unsafe. Uh, and so that it will continue to be our focus. Uh, you've heard Secretary Austin. You've heard General Hecker in Europe and others call on the Russians uh, to be safe and professional in conducting their operations, and that would be the expectation going forward. How Thank about you. that for a warning, huh? Please be safe and professional. Be safe and professional. Be safe and professional. Be safe and professional. You know what I prefer? Trump. Cut 22. North Korea best not make any more threats to the United States. They will be met with fire and fury like the world has never seen. That's a bit more clear cut, right? Uh... Yeah, safe and and professional. That's like way down on the list. Okay, that's like, I guess that. Don't mess with us. Safe and professional. Be safe and professional. It's not cutting it, is it, Robert? Out there in Suffolk somewhere. Where in Suffolk are you? Hello. Riverhead. What's up? Drag queen story hour is a crime, endangering the health, safety, and welfare of a minor, and these parents who drag them there. Have you ever seen videos of this? These kids, a number of them, are terrified. They're crying. They're trying to run away. And some of the parents hit them. Uh, Look, I remember kids crying when they saw Santa. So this has got to be happening here. I saw a drag queen that was dressed like a, a female jolly green giant. I'd be terrified. It's insane stuff. And you know what? We ought to look it up. There must be something in the law. There must be something that says they can indict Trump willy-nilly over nothing. I think we can. Somebody's got to be brave. There's got to be something. There's got to be something. There has to be. Adult. The thing is, they bring in the parents, the guardians, you know. Robert, I don't know. I think that we have to look at this. If not, if we can't get them on that, maybe you get them on the building code. You know, maybe they don't have enough fire extinguishers. Maybe, uh. Maybe there's too much asbestos. Maybe you come up with something and shut the whole damn thing down. I know, I know. I'm looking for, uh, you know, I'm looking for an excuse, a pretext, if you will. Uh, thanks, Robert. Chris in Middletown. Yes. Hi, Greg. Um, oh, you know hey, what? it's you. Yeah, yeah it's me. Welcome you know back. It's, it's downright immoral for anything in a public sector to sponsor drag queen story hours. And New York City Mayor Eric Adams allotted $244,000 for that last year. And it becomes 
child abuse when these kids are put on life-changing medication for their gender confusion. This has to stop. It has to stop now. You're right, Christine. And by the way, Christine, for those who don't know, but I think our audience knows, you know, you happen to be transgender, but you made this decision as an adult uh, well into your 50s, and you are horrified like the rest of us that this is being thrust upon children. And uh, we so appreciate your insight on this. I agree. It has to stop. It has to stop now. But you know what? I mean, I've heard these things before. You know, it must stop. It must stop now. As a matter of fact, I remember Kathy Helkel saying that after a mass shooting. This has to stop. And it has to stop now. I mean, it's like, I, I agree. It has to stop. How do we do it? What do you think we should do? I mean, I just said maybe we should look at the law. What do we do? I'm getting, I'm get, it's like a tipping point. It's getting, it's getting, well, it's always, I don't know. What do we do? What do we do, Christine? More of us in the uh, trans community to speak out against this. But what I do, the rest of the trans community calls me transphobic, traitor for speaking the truth about things like this. So you know, you've got contacts in that world, obviously, right? And um, what do you think is going on here? Why is it that they're targeting, well, why are they going after kids? First of all, what's up with Drag Time Story Hour? My sense is, my gut tells me that these drag queens, some of whom are the ones who don't want to be involved in kids, with kids, that's great. Dress up however you want. I happen to be an admirer of RuPaul, great music, and that's fun. But when the kids are involved and there's reading, it's just it's just so beyond. So what do you think's going on here? What's the what's well, the motive? What's the motive? Is it is are people getting off? You know what I think the whole thing's about population control in a way because once you put a kid on any side, um, either puberty blockers or HRT, they're going to be castrated and they can't reproduce. How about this? These uh, puberty blockers cost a lot of money. So do the pharmaceutical companies want that? Is this a whole new uh, industry for them to make uh, all kinds of money? Is that part of it? You brought up a great point. Last year I did pursue a surgery, and when my job got eliminated, I had to cancel it. They have a prosthetic vagina, what I wanted, Mm. and the plastic surgeon talked me out of it. And I'm stupid enough to listen because he wanted me to get like a several hundred thousand dollar surgery, and th- that's pretty risky. And he didn't have my best interest, so they're following the money. You're you hit the nail on the head with this, Greg. So, uh, all right, then let's take a step back and then go to, to the drag time story hour. What's that about? Because that's not a medical procedure. Um, you know, it's the drag queen queens reading to kids twelve and under. By the way, they want them young. And the parents welcome all that stuff. So this is not a surgery, but what, so what, 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 why this? Why is this suddenly a thing? I think pride organizations love to get drag queens involved. I have nothing against drag queens. Neither do I, by the way. Neither do I. I, but, but as I said, RuPaul, amazing. But there's a subset or I don't know what, maybe it's not. Why are they doing this? You said LGBTQ and then you stopped. Tell me again, because you're, you're why? Why um, they think it's family oriented now? When these should be adult only. I don't. Why, uh, wish I knew. They think it's becoming uh, common to get kids and families involved for pride events and all these things. I'm horrified by this. You know the gay pride parade in New York City. Um, 
was never about this kind of stuff for the longest time, you know? It really wasn't. You'd see all kinds of politicians, Republicans, Democrats. I mean, and actually, the more I think about it, you know, the whole gay pride thing is starting to get on my nerves. It really is, to have pride in that kind of thing. You know, like Lady Gaga says, you were born this way. I think you were born gay. I do. So why take pride in that? Am I going to go around taking pride in being white and male and all that stuff? No, because I didn't have any control. I didn't have any option. It's not a, it's not an, an achievement. It's just, and, and by the way, I think in the Bible, to take pride, it, this is all comes from God. So why do you take pride in, in something that was given to you as a gift? Is I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I it's, it's heartbreaking. It really is. Um, by the way, I'm not ashamed of being a white man either. And that's the message. That's the message these days. We have something to be ashamed of. I'm proud of it, but I'm not ashamed of it either. Why the hell? Why the hell? The, the, so much pride. And by the way, it's not even Gay Pride Day or Gay Pride Week. It's Gay Pride Month. And I already see the flags going up on Park Avenue. It's out of hand. It's out of control. It's a major distraction. No wonder this country is going down the tube. Thanks, Christine. Again, uh, I'll be back. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. So here's an item. We were talking about Stanford University and fighting free speech. They've been, they've been condemning it. So hostile toward it. Uh, Stanford University employee arrested and charged after multiple phony campus rape claims. Jennifer Ann Grease faces two counts of felony perjury for the false rape allegations. A Stanford University employee allegedly lied about being raped twice on campus last year and even pinned the crimes on an innocent person. Jennifer Ann Grease, 25, is facing two felony charges after she visited two separate hospitals last year to report phony attacks where she said she had been dragged into rooms and sexually assaulted, the Santa Clara County District Attorney's Office said. These false reports are damaging, both for true survivors of sexual assault and for the members of our community who experience fear and alarm from the reports, Stanford University said in a statement provided to Fox News. Hey, how about the falsely accused? How about those uh, guys? All right, don't forget them. Greece allegedly first reported she was sexually assaulted in August to staff at Valley Medical Center in San Jose. She told the nurse that a man she described as a black male, slender, young, six feet, late 20s, grabbed her from a campus parking lot and dragged her into a restroom where he assaulted her, the DA said. Greece then went to Stanford Hospital in October for a second rape examination, this time claiming that she was returning to her office from a lunch break when she was grabbed by a man who took her into a basement closet and raped her. Greece also claimed that she had become pregnant with twins after the incident, but suffered a miscarriage, something the DA's office said was not backed up by the evidence. Hmm. The evidence revealed that she was not pregnant at the time. Fascinating, huh? It happens. Oh, boy, it happens. It's happening. It's happening. All right, there's the music. Time to... Wind this down. Uh, sorry to take to all your calls, but uh, to be continued tomorrow. And let's just see. Let's just see. Let Letitia James know how you feel about uh, this drag time story hour on Sunday. The state attorney general. Hey, don't go to that dumb thing. Read up on the law. Don't prosecute Donald Trump 
over phony trumped-up charges. Okay? Fair enough. Fair enough. Any questions, give me a call. Thank you. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L. On Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.